0: Craig Tiley hailing it as the best Australian Open uh, as far as attendances go, etc. Uh, ever. Brett Phillips, our SEN tennis expert, the first serve with Brett Phillips returns tonight, of which he's very proud. How long have you been doing this first <laughs> serve, Brett? A hundred years.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Patty. I think it'll go into (laughs) our 16th year this year. Well done, mate. Congratulations. I'm not sure sure if it's the longest-standing show on SCN in our 20-year history. I reckon it'll go
0: close. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you've got a lot to talk about. Uh, Let's start with most recent events. Uh, Sinner last night, back from two sets to Love Down. Surely fatigue had to play a a factor for uh, uh, Medvedev. He played for over 24 hours.
1: Yeah, well, no man in Grand Slam history has spent more time on a court than Daniil Medvedev at this year's uh, Australian Open. So, yeah, we could see it. Um, and he, he got out of the blocks so well. I mean, he just had the eye of the Tiger Medvedev. I mean, going through that five-setter against Ferev on Friday, where he was uh, two sets of love down, he, he didn't want to waste much time. And, and he, I suppose, looked at this as a wonderful opportunity. Gee, I'm playing in my third Australian Open final. I'm not playing the Dal or Djokovic, I'm playing a first-timer. Um, I mean, they obviously played a lot against each other. And, yeah, his, his tennis was breathtaking. He yeah, was on on uh, serve beautifully. Um, you know, he was dictating the court. Uh, his return position early on, normally it's, you know, back in the car park. He was yes. up right on the Melbourne side there and just ahead. So he was taking the ball early. Sinner didn't look over but he just couldn't settle into the match at all. And then, I mean, the response is always going to come when you've got two players of that ilk. Up against each other, Medvedev level was going to drop a little bit, and you know the legs looked a bit uh, jelly-like. He was sucking on the gels, and he was taking uh, you know an extensive break. Obviously, with the kit change, um, he was trying to take his time. He was feeling it, but he wasn't playing badly. I mean, he was holding serve. But Sinner then started to get his game going, and yeah, the crowd was certainly in his corner. And you've got to go the journey in this uh, five-set battle in the Grand Slam. It's now, two sets to love, Dan, is not a disaster for the top-line players. They just reset the scoreboard and start the match again. No. And, uh, uh, gee, a popular winner last night. And, and to finish off with a, a big forehand up the line, when you think about the highlights through Patton Hills this last fortnight, that forehand has just been devastating.
0: They've got fast hands, haven't they? Fast racket speed. Uh, some of their whippy shots, their backhands or forehands. It's incredible. Um, Sinner's quite a... Jovial young bloke, is not he? Really, but he was—he was very, very serious on the walk out to the court. Did you notice that?
1: Yeah, yeah. We always, when they walk past all the, you know, the champions of the past, that yeah. walk down Rod Laver Arena, you're always trying to, you know, work out what's going through their mind. And they—they uh, they both um, had that steely yeah. uh, focus. But look, he's—he's he's developed as a person considerably, Yannick Sinner. You know, pretty shy young guy under the tour. Um, But he's settled into being, you know, really comfortable within his own skin and sort of his tennis trajectory has matched his sort of personality trajectory. And you put all that together, you add Darren Cale into the coaching mix, who's brought out the best in him and improved all these little areas to complement the foundations that were laid. And probably a special mention should go to a guy who would have been sitting back in Italy last night, Riccardo Piatti, who, you know, took Yannick Sinner in when he was 13 Full time at his academy. Prior to that, he was only playing tennis twice a week. You know, he was going to be obviously a skier and won yeah. all these uh, championships as a youngster uh, and football, he was pretty good at as well. And he dedicated himself to tennis and, you know, Piati laid all the foundations uh, for what we see today.
0: Yeah, just a few of the stats. He's the youngest player since Novak to win the Australian Open title. Joker, the Joker was 20 in 2008. Second Italian man in the Open era behind Adriana Panada, who won. Uh, Roland Garros in 76, and now the most Mm. decorated, already the most decorated Italian player of all time, this being his 11th career title. Mm. And uh, not lost with Darren Cahill, mate. I mean, boy, he's got the magic touch, hasn't he?
1: Wow. You know, what can you say? I mean, three players to world number one in his coaching tenure. He might be set, um, you know, to take a center there. He's within, what, about 2,000 points now of... Novak Djokovic as world number one, who's that's one slam away, basically. Um, yeah. You know, and look, he, you know, back on the clay, Roland Garros in May, it's a surface that Sinner grew, grew up on. So he's going to be a, a contender there. And yeah, just a, a, a fabulous uh, win. I mean, Alcaraz has emerged now, Sinner, to grab a bit of Grand Slam uh, glory. And I feel like this year. You know, we could see a lot of the slams, a lot of like the women's, you know, split between a handful of players yes, I and mean, Djokovic uh, is going to bounce back. We just don't know what that's going to look like totally. And Elkaraz, you know, he's lost his billing, I suppose, right now, as the best youngster uh, in behind uh, Djokovic. So a lot sparing him on as well.
0: I, um, we, we love Savalenka. She said that perhaps, perhaps my party and team drank and danced a little too hard. After the uh six three, six two win over uh Zhang uh, Quinwen Quinn Wen uh in the in the women's final, which was a little disappointing, wasn't it? It was lopsided.
1: Yeah, we we thought we might get that sort of score on. The, the form she displayed all tournament, time, that it was stand and deliver and mentally held her nerve really well. Um you know, she's got better in that regard. I mean she's the best performed, you know, female player in the last uh, Eighteen months, two years. I mean, going to semi-finals or beyond at all the majors. You know, I feel like she's one that can sort of maybe get on a tear and, you know, maybe become the queen of Melbourne Park like Djokovic has become the yeah. uh, the king. I mean, she's won two and she loves the hard court. Um, you know, you you win two at the one venue, it brings back um, great memories when you return. So I, I think she can. I think if she can keep it all together, uh, and she's in the prime now at 25, that she, you know, she could peel off maybe a couple or three of the slams this year. But you know, back on the clay, Svitolina will be, you know, certainly a favourite where she's most comfortable, having been a three-time champion there. So yeah, fascinating year ahead.
0: Yeah, and um, uh, Brett, um, uh, what's his name, Maddie Ebden uh-huh. might get a might get a feed with Sachin Tendulkar eventually.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good. Um, it's a good story, Matty. I have you know, had a bit to do with him, and he'll, like he'll, uh, John Millman, I think he'll transition into the media when it's all uh, said and done. He's yeah, okay. a great mind, a great analyst. And I noticed today he's, uh, he's called out uh, the tours and the Grand Slams to really start putting uh, doubles in a more prominent position. And I agree 100%. I'm sick of the doubles being the afterthought all the time. And he's even suggested at the Slams, you know, bring the fans up close and personal. Play some funky music during the breaks. I mean, just... You know, add to the product. I mean, these guys are good at what they do. The doubles is sensational. And most of the fans who come along, they're playing doubles at their local club or socially yeah, that's right. on a Saturday afternoon. And we've sort of got it as the afterthought when, you know, fans have had enough. I mean, Craig Tiley's called today, and thank God he's on the same page I am, about no lets in tennis. The stat of this tournament is, is the amount of lets added 15 hours more game time yeah, overall <laughs> for the tournament, which is incredible. Uh, Now, this is all about the new fans of the next 10 years, shorter attention span. Do they want to be there at 2 a.m.? Let's get this product moving all the time. And I'm glad he's caught out no lets because it is the most frustrating thing ever. The the finest lets where the trajectory of the ball does not change. Play on. Let's keep going. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Hey, We've got to mention Bapana, uh, 43, (laughs) Ebden, 36, combined age of 79 years. It's a hell of a yarn. And uh, they're now the number one yep. doubles combo. The other one, mate, uh, obviously, Tylee was wrapped. Over a million patrons. I think with last night's crowd thrown in, so you'd top 1.1 million. Rosanna Hills: 19% interstate visitors, 8% international visitors. That's, that's massive for the economy in Victoria.
1: Yeah, look, it's a, it's a brilliant event, uh, no doubt. Close to home for me, and I'm a little biased. But it is it is a fantastic event and i think the precinct will get better obviously they've spent about 300 odd million the government here kia arena and other things but the when you're coming off garden square off the tram there the west side courts so we're talking court three court two where they put a lot of the aussies they need an upgrade the west courts. So i think they're going to try and get it that sunken sort of look so you come over the bridge from the city that's the last bit of the redevelopment that will make this facility unbelievable going forward. If they're going to get a million people through the gates and 90,000 in a day, they need to create some more seats for those outside courts because they were bulging and heaving this year where you know, patrons couldn't sometimes get on the court to watch uh, the Aussies. So uh, if people are wondering where the money is going to be spent, when you they'll make a lot of money out of the Australian Open uh, this year. Uh, more redevelopment of Melbourne Park, and obviously a lot of that money also to filter down to the grassroots of the sport.
0: Yep, it's one of the great sporting precincts anywhere in the world. Mate, great to have you on for the last uh, week or so since we've been back on air. Brilliant as usual. Thanks, Brett. Pleasure, guys. Thank you. First serve tonight uh, at 7 o'clock.